This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer. Been here with you a long time. I've been out kind of sick and not feeling too good, but I'm back in the office now and back in the saddle and old Dan. Old Dan and I, Dan's been standing by getting fat as a hog, but we're ready to go now. We've been on the air again for two or three weeks, and we're bringing you a series of messages on the Holy Spirit, the personality of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person, my friend, not of influence, not not a vision or a dream or none of those things. And just someone to come along and, and uh, teach you how to speak in tongues. That's not the Holy Spirit, my friend. The Holy Spirit is your best friend you'll ever have. And the greatest thing that can ever happen to you this side of heaven is to be awakened to your lost condition and uh, come to know the Lord. We bring you this series on the Holy Spirit, but before we get started this, at this time, uh, you remember in our last study we advertised the thumb drive? I would imagine there's some out there who listen to me may not know what the thumb drive. It's a little apparatus that we store tapes, uh, store uh, recorded messages on. Let me tell you what we have in this particular thumb drive. Some people call it a flash drive. We have uh, seven... 78 Revelation series, 78 Revelation messages, 78 now. There's, Pastor Shelton brought 78 messages on Revelation. Then we have the Roman series. I think there's 39 of those. He was studying Romans when he went on to be with the Lord. Listen, then the evening services. Pastor Shelton was a pastor there at Radio Missions, pastor here, pastor here, and he was there almost every night preaching every Sunday night, and except when he was going out to one of the mission places or holding services somewhere. But to all of his evening services, and you talk about a treasure, and then we have a, a quite a few of Pastor Shelton's old trailblazer. Now, if you want something to bless your heart, you pick, you get this thumb drive, and you listen to those old trailblazers. He goes out to the Bethel Church out there and shoots a snake on his way there on old horse Dan. Old Dan been with us a long time. And then he goes down to Grand Bayou and gets in the motorboat and goes out and preaches the gospel all over this all over this country, my friend. And uh, folks have admired those things. But I heard them when I was a lost sinner. Oh, you talk about it. A blessing. They were a blessing to me. And uh, let me say this: we have there's over 700 messages by Pastor Shelton on this thumb drive. It's an op- apparatus that you plug into your computer or plug into your automobile or your uh, Bluetooth, whatever you got. And uh, let me hear from you. Call me. We get this stuff together for you. It won't take long. Twenty five dollars postpaid. Postpaid, or you come by the office and let us know, and we pick it up and save us a little bit of postage. But let's get back to our study. We're looking this morning, this time, at the Holy Spirit conviction continued from last time. Now, the sinner must come to the end of all flesh before he can know the Lord as his own personal Savior. Oh, listen, the sinner must die before he can be resurrected to the new life in Christ Jesus. Salvation is passing from death unto life. Christ is, is a revelation to the human heart as Savior and Lord. Christ is never revealed to a human heart until that heart, till that heart, that sinner is brought to the end of his way. 
Oh, we read in the scripture where they came to their wit's end. Have you ever done that, my friend? Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. Listen now. He's been made to see his utterly lost, undone, guilty, helpless condition before God. He sees that. He knows it. This is a work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent into the world to lead man to put himself, listen, to put himself into the place of condemnation in order that God may be able to say to him, I freely forgive. Listen, let me let me quote a, a passage to you. The Lord was on the cross there on Calvary's, and he was bleeding. The two, two thieves were railing upon him. And then one, one of them, the Lord dealt with his heart. That's all I can tell you. I don't know anything else to tell you except the Lord awakened that one poor thief. He told the other one, said, uh, you railing on the Lord, and he's done nothing amiss. We're guilty of what we're charged with. But the Lord saw him over there. He said, Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, have mercy upon me. And the Lord said, I forgive thee. Listen, he said, forget you are forgiven in Christ. Because of this blood that's dripping down to the bottom of this cross, a sinner is saved, my friend. The Holy Spirit shuts a sinner up to his hopelessness and helplessness in order that he may come as a God of grace. The Lord comes as a God of grace and display his abounding mercy. Abounding mercy, my friend. Another place we find in the scripture, abundant pardon. Now, abundant means it's piled up and running over. You know, I worked, lived on the farm all my life when the kid coming up. My daddy raised stuff that we took to the, to the depot to send off to Chicago, strawberries and beans and peas and corn. And we'd, we'd have those hampers spilling out. Couldn't hardly get the lid on them. They were, oh, my friend, and that's where a sinner is. He's abundantly saved. His sins are gone. All our hopes lie in Christ, and all others are delusions. I, 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 I'm so disappointed in our, but I understand about it. The average religious today, the average church, let's call it what it is, the average ministry, free willism, uh, Armenianism, that, that means Armenianism, I had to look it up. It means that man does what he pleases. He gets saved how he pleases. And I see this once in a while. And I used to go to Armenian church when I was just a snotty old kid. But it's Christ is never held up for you to reject or stake or to accept, my friend. You stand before the Lord. You stand before the Lord, just like that thief on the cross. He stood there. The Lord didn't stand before him. Even though he cried, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. Wasn't that grace? Did you ever think about that? Do you ever read the Bible? You ever, if, if you do, go there tonight when you go to bed and get your Bible down and read that whole occasion where the Lord was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And it said he sweat as it were great drops of blood. Now, in the Lord. God of heaven sent the angels to refresh him, to strengthen him. And someone told me not long ago, said if the Lord had bled to death there in the garden, there'd be no Savior. Now, you ever think about that? I had never thought of that. 
If the Lord hadn't refreshed him and strengthened him, he'd have bled to death right there in the garden. And I know that's in the Lord's hand. Maybe I'm being a little whatever. But listen, in the work of the Holy Spirit, it's just to get a man to feel so diseased that he will accept the physician. Only he who is sick feels he needs to see the doctor. It is, it is, it is the work of the Holy Spirit to get the man to feel so poor that he will accept charity from heaven. You know, most of us are proud, aren't we? I know back during the Depression, I was a young child, but the, my, everything was out of kilter, and ever nobody was making any money, no jobs or nothing. And the government come around ever so often, maybe 30 days, like they do now. It's, they bring this stuff to the courthouse or whatever. But when I was a child, they come around every once a month, and they had meat in a can, and, they, and they, on the side of the can, it was uh, written, printed, charity, charity. And my dad wouldn't take it. My dad wouldn't take it. Of course, we had you know, hogs and chickens and stuff. We didn't really suffer. But he wouldn't take it because it had charity written on it. I thought he was foolish. But listen, my friend, every sinner before he ever gets saved comes to see himself as an object of heavenly charity. I'm a child of charity, my friend, this morning. I'm a child of charity. Oh, we had the storehouse for the needy there in New Orleans for several years. And those folks, there, we fed them every Thursday. And they would line up there, be 100, 150 of them lined up there about daylight. And we we'd had ladies in there and a couple of men that helped feed them. And they was all charity people. They didn't have a, well, we we give out stuff that folks give us, shoes and clothes, but they all like to get a good hot meal. And we and that's a gracious work, my friend. And I see other people doing it. I'm proud of them. I pray for them. Yes, sir. But let's go back now. Listen, he becomes a beggar. Every, every person who ever gets saved sees himself as a beggar. Brother Hale had a song, I'm just a beggar and nothing at all. Oh, my friend, what a, what a song. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to get a man to know that he's so stripped and so raked, raked, naked that he will no longer be proud. Listen, no longer be proud of his fig leaf apron. No self-righteousness, but, with the, but will be willing to take the robe of righteousness which Christ wrought out on the loom of the cross, my friend. Listen, tested in the doctrine of the, uh, of the tomb, darkness of the tomb, and adorned in the brightness of the resurrection. It is a work of the Holy Spirit to kill the man, bring him to a to deathbed spiritually, to break him in pieces, bury him, and let him, let him, oh, listen, let himself on his own, uh, Let's go back and say that again. As a preliminary to the quickening and restoring, he's brought to see himself as a poor sinner. Poor sinner and nothing at all, but Jesus Christ is my Lord and all. God uses the word under the power of the Holy Spirit to bring this to pass in the sinner's heart. The word of God is like a hammer. It breaks. It is a fire. It burns. It's like a sword. It cuts. 
Now we'll pause right there for a minute. Let me go back and remind you of the offer we made early on. We have what they call a thumb drive or a, or a uh, blaze drive, blaze flash drive. And on there we have Pastor Shelton's Revelation series, 78 messages. The Roman series, about 40 messages. L.R. Shelton evening services. I don't know how many. There's a great number of them. And then there's some of the Pastor Shelton's old trailblazer. And I believe you'd enjoy them. They have them on this flash drive and web uh, thumb drive. Call it thumb drive because it's about as big as your thumb. You plug it into your computer or to your car, whatever, and uh, Bluetooth. And we sell it for $25 postpaid. Call me, write me, we'll send it to you right away. And remember, this is the old Trailblazer. I'm here every morning at the same time, maybe at night on some places. And, uh, I just want to ask you to help us with the broadcast just a little, if you will. Remember our mailing address. It's the Old Trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Yes, we're right here in Walker, Louisiana, where the Old Trailblazer was born and raised on a farm. Strawberries was my big crop. That was our money crop, strawberries. But then also my phone number is area code 225-664-8658. Let me give you a mailing address again. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And be back with us next time and uh, call your neighbor over the back fence and say, you know the old trailblazer, that old kook is on the air again. He's been out sick, but he's back on the air again. Come on over and listen to him. Drink a cup of coffee and eat a piece of pie with me. And the old trailblazer will be by here later. Goodbye and God bless you. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and Brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 